This podcast is brought to you by Modest Coffee, single origin coffee without the snobbery. Go to www.modest.coffee forward slash no bad reviews to see what coffees they're roasting today. Cheers! Welcome to No Bad Reviews, colon, a coffee podcast. This is a podcast where three friends get together and we try coffee, any coffee, even the most questionable of coffees, and commit to giving it no bad reviews because every coffee has a little good inside of it and we're going to find it. <laughs> I'm Jenny. I run all the operations at a coffee company called Modest Coffee. I'm Marcus. Your lead coffee roaster, green coffee buyer, good food award winning coffee roaster, and trade show host, Two times in a row, so Yay. yeah, shout out to all you new listeners. I'm Stephanie, and I'm a temporary full-time employee at Modest Coffee, which I hope is ending soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you worked uh, 15 hours of overtime last pay period. Oh my God, crazy. 15 yeah. hours, that means you not only worked 15 hours over, you also worked 40 hours before that. Yeah, you know, 15 hours is normally like a full week's work for me. <laughs> So 55 was a bit of a stretch. A little insane. Yeah. It's been an insane few weeks at Modest Coffee. Yeah. yeah. We um, we have just finished up the most gigantic order that I think we will ever receive because it's the most gigantic retailer that we could receive an order from. Yeah. Um, Dropping hints. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. So four weeks ago on Thursday, we got a giant order. Well, several giant orders. They spaced them out over the course of a couple of weeks to kind of, I guess, maybe make it easier to fulfill. And the last of those giant orders is getting picked up on Thursday. Um, we roasted 25,000 pounds of coffee on a 15-kilo roaster. <laughs> which, which for you imperialists over there, 2.2 pounds means 30 pounds per batch on a 15-kilo You kilo just said 2.2 pounds? 2.2 pounds per kilo oh, okay yeah well um that's some math and <laughs> but anybody in the coffee roasting industry will know that doing that much coffee on a 15 kilo roaster is fucking insanity and guess what we have in our warehouse we have a 60 kilo roaster that is non-operational that basically just sat there staring us in the face when it wasn't surrounded by pallets full of coffee <laughs> <laughs> just taunting us saying wouldn't it be so nice if you could cut your roasting time by a quarter on me Yes. But that's fine. That's fine. We um we, we were not it. You did it. We yeah. got through it. We were not prepared for that much coffee. Um and that's a whole other story. But we somehow made that fucking order happen. I wanna say like so much gratitude for all the people who helped get this together. I mean, the our coffee supplier was sending us coffee. We have a local um, direct trade relationship. We took up all of their coffee. Mm -hmm. Our supplier overseas, I sent her an email and I'm like, can you please expedite this? And she's like, yep, I'm on it. And they got our bags completed within a week. Um, and our most uh, important thing is we've got so many new faces and people that came from the community and helped out. And yeah. That I think was, it's going to be a tough uh, a tough go for employee of the month. Oh, um, for sure. 
Steph, you and Teresa were out of town. Fucking off. Yeah, fucking off. Just, you know, relaxing on a beach somewhere, <laughs> drinking your Mai Tais or whatever it was that you were doing. I did drink a Mai Tai on oh, the did beach. did you? <laughs> Are you good. kidding me? I'm really glad. Which one? Well, it was the beach of Chicago. Well, I, it was the beach in Zion, so don't be too <laughs> jealous. <laughs> right, with, like, was good, though. With yeah. the power plant in the distance. That's right. That's right. I felt energized. Well, Sarah was texting me every day. I couldn't keep track because I was so, like, my brain is was literally fucked by the end of this. And she, I, she'd text me and she'd be like, I'm coming in today. And I'm like, amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, Sarah definitely gets an employee of the week last week. We have to just do this employee of the week because there's so many. We have the teens. Oh, the teens are so great. The teens have so much energy and such a great attitude. It's been really fun to have all that, like, uh, fresh blood in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and their music tastes. Yeah, so two of them, I had never met one of them before. They walk in, and I'm playing my music, and I apologized and was like, I'll turn this off, I'll turn this off. And they were like, no, we love early 70s Billy Joel. <laughs> Where did you find these kids? They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is a, if you want to get to Steph's heart <laughs> and get in her good graces. Did someone prep them? Is that why? <laughs> no, they're no. just great. Yeah, um, great. Yeah, those teens have been really fun to have around. They're so fun and cool, and they remind me of myself when I was a teen. Like, they're lis- really cool. And they I love bust it. ass. Bust yeah, ass. Yeah, they move so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were, like, so excited to see these pallets. Although I have to say that, um, like, Julia came in a few days last week, and I could see, like, okay, this is getting tiring for her, too. <laughs> like, everybody is getting tired. Yes. Yeah. We talked about that yesterday, yeah. that that energy level is different than it was that first week. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, first week, we're like, let's do lunch. Let's do this. Come on, guys. Guys, we got this. And then, right. like, literally by the end, we are just slogging. We're eating, like, there's no going out to lunch anymore. There is, like, scrounging cheese sticks and potato <laughs> chips. And that's what we ate for the last two weeks. It was it's, the randomest snacks. And it's um, labor. That's what it is. It's like, it's really, it's hard work. Laborious is. Yeah. And I'm just so grateful for our community to that came together to help us get this order done. And also, um, I wanted to, you know, kind of point out to, yes, we're a small company. We're working with a giant company, but I'm just really grateful that we were able to sort of get this order and help one our cause and help you know just bring awareness to these great farmers and the specialty coffee that we do and single origin and, single and origin. traceability and then also too that it was our people our farmers our importers like we got that order it could have gone to some other nameless faceless giant corporation but instead it's like our community here in aurora and in west chicago benefits from it so it's selling out yes technically <laughs> which none of us really love that but I don't see it as selling out. I see it as using a using the visibility of a giant corporation to further our cause. Because you know what? Like that's how it is. It's like you have to use the vehicles that you have available to you if you want to make your cause bigger. That's a good point. I mean, we started Modest Coffee to make high quality single origin coffee more accessible to people and this company that's going to be selling our coffee if it is not like the most accessible of accessible companies yeah there's no company more accessible than this one (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and we'll let you guys know in july once it's live who this company is but you might be able to guess i mean it does feel a little bit like selling up we're selling our coffee to them under our terms and our values they haven't asked us to change 
yet. Yeah, but I'm not saying that I would change for them either. Right. There's only one company out there that I'll change my values for, and that's the Yeti. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know what? We love you, Mike. And yes, we will make pumpkin spice flavored coffee that's ground, so you can put it in an adorable bag. And you're the only person on the face of the planet that will do that for. I would argue that that's selling out more than what we just did for this big giant company. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe now that we're big time, we don't have to keep selling out to the Yeti. And I can (laughs) stop grinding flavored coffee every holiday season. You know what? We'll just put a team on it. You know what I think we should do, though, here? Like, we glossed over the fact that it's Steph's ultimate decision on who the employee of the month is. Okay. We have... Sarah, Teresa. Yeah, Teresa was employee of the month last month because she's the first modest coffee employee to ever ask for extra mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You definitely get some sort of employee of the recognition for like working 15 hours of overtime. You work four weeks of your normal weeks in one week. <laughs> uh, exhausted. Your daughter, Isabella, for sure, because yeah, she, she was working some long hours. She really did kick some ass. I was proud of her, yeah. My kids last week, because they did not want to be there, and I had to force them, and they did it with very relatively little complaining, and were working hard. Um, forced child labor. Forced child labor. <laughs> we never could Poor have done kid. this without the forced child labor. <laughs> um, but it's okay if it's your children. Like if it's our children. Like technically legal. Yeah, it's technically yeah. legal. I mean, if there's a bloodline. Is it? I don't know. I, actually, it is. is family. It? Family can work for family business. Okay, yes. well, let's not take it up with DCFS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who else? Um, I'm starting to forget. We got the teens. The teens were rock stars for sure. Julia and Alex are uh-huh. amazing. And then Daisy, them. those and couple Daisy, of days. Yes. I heard the Pearl family was in while Pearls, I was out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you to them for sure. And then we had like Rebecca and some other oh, random gosh, teens. That was weeks ago now. It was that, a, oh, huge, what a marathon. Years ago. Communal effort. Whew. Every and day was like running seven marathons. <laughs> right. It was horrible. Um, and exhausting. No, so but it was it? fantastic. Fantastic, so right? Positive. Keep it positive. So drum roll, please. Who is it? The employee of the month is Kaya Contaldo. Da, 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 da. She's the littlest employee. Aww. And she's like always so happy to be there and always looking for work to do and always with like a funny joke too. Such a great <laughs> attitude. Oh, when she was, when the one day that she was like kind of over it and she was like, this is like the Hunger Games. She's so funny. She tried to fire my kid. I don't remember why, but I like that she's already stepping up and like taking charge. Don't fire people in the midst of this order, maybe. But she'll learn. She'll learn. Employee of the Month, Kaya Contaldo. Congratulations. She might be a little burned out though, because that was not the sort of enthusiasm I saw by Sunday. That's fine. That's fine. We can't make expect a 10 year old to maintain that kind of stamina for four weeks it's like the point in the marathon where everybody is like crawling over to the edge of the street and oh, throwing God. up right. you know but carrying on still right yeah i'm glad it's 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 over and so glad for our community and um and yeah we're excited we'll be excited to tell you guys where it's at and available um soon it's not over. I have 29 more bags to fill Oof. this afternoon, Oof. and then it's over. Woof. 29 bags. Yay, it's almost there. <laughs> 29 well, getting paid bags it picked out of 27,000 bags <laughs> That's right. um, that was ordered. Um, also, I just want to say thanks to our listeners for being so patient with us. We're mm. releasing this a day late. It sucks. Normally, we're, we have like a grace period so that emergencies can come up. Well, we've had multiple. It seems like every week feels like an emergency. <laughs> we've not been able to podcast, so we are... A day late 
to getting this out. Um, so I want to say thank you to everybody for your patience with us. Um, I hope that we haven't like ruined you. Or maybe this is like, you know what? Like absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, I hope you've been yeah. anticipating this yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Except for those new listeners now. I know. We got oh. some new listeners at Coffee Fest, which was awesome. And guess what, Steph? We have fans. Fans found us. <laughs> found Marcus at Coffee. You got to tell us about that. It's true. Yeah. I had a, a couple of fans, but one of them was like, came up to me and was like, oh, I found you. Apple Podcasts recommend me of podcasts you might like. Guess um, what? Not friends or family. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. A real fan. I know. And, and yeah, just a couple of people came up and, and we're like, thanks for being here. And it was great. And then we met shout so out, many new I people. I want to say shout out to Missouri and Michigan. Those are the two that I can think of off the top of my head. Thank you so much, you guys. That's so awesome. Oh, thank and you. One fan in particular was excited about our drip. Oh. Um, and uh, and he particularly was wondering where our hot pants were, Jenny. Mm. I've got to get on it. i got to get on it. Where it says, like, no bad reviews on the butt or something. Yes. Yes. Like, like hot little biker shorts. Yep. I mean, I think last time we were recording, I was talking about how I was going to do this. And then, obviously... There was zero chance of me doing it. So this week I'm kind of getting caught up on all the things. So I could probably even today go and like get out some. Get those hot pants up there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so excited. Should, or should I put it like on the biker shorts, like across the crotch in front? Um, you should do should no I bad be? <laughs> on the front. Like long wise. Like long wise yeah. along the, the shlong. And then on the on the Along bum. Along the <laughs> Then on the bum, where the butt crack is, you should put the colon. <laughs> and then say so like it, reviews colon a coffee podcast like how, like shaping around the butt i don't know how we're doing this okay. but um, maybe you can have a couple options <laughs> when marcus designs merch all right all right well for my hot pants you could you could just do the whole thing like right on the schlong no bad reviews colon a coffee podcast it's a really great podcast we really love it and hope you want you me to put all it. that put on. all that because there's going to be so much room on the schlong space for me um available then, on apple podcast spotify wherever you listen to podcasts you put that all along there yeah and then you'll have somebody admiring you as they're reading through this entire paragraph it's not gonna be awkward for you at all <laughs> but then you can still put the colon on the back and like it's gonna be like somebody's gonna have to get out like their readers and they're gonna be like right up in your crotch reading along <laughs> their face very close to your schlong um What's but I got to here? give everybody a, a shout out though, because we got so many new listeners that we are we charted on Apple Podcasts, um, or in the top 100 in the food category. Mm-hmm. So that's really great. Very cool. Um, uh-huh. And I'd love to take this opportunity, Jenny. If I'm a new listener, how do I give us money? <laughs> um, so yeah, we have options for you to buy us coffees. If you want to buy us a coffee every month, you can go to patreon.com slash no bad reviews pod. We have uh, love it or leave it episodes that we do there too, uh, where we try all sorts of different things. Um, and that starts at $4 a month. And then if you don't want a commitment, that's fine. We understand. Um, so we uh, signed up with buymeacoffee.com slash no bad reviews pod. Um, that you can just buy us a coffee. It's great. Um, and then we talked about all this great drip. And you yeah, can buy, get the, all that. buy that merch from our website at no bad reviews podcast.com forward slash. I don't know what, no, that's not it. (laughs) We have a store tab. We have a store tab on our website, nobadreviewspodcast.com. 
And that's where you can look as cool as Marcus. If you saw him at the trade show, or if you want to, you can go look on our Instagram at No Bad Reviews Pod and see how cool Marcus looked. And you can look that cool too. Totes. Totes Malotes. That's an old one. Any clarifications? I have so many clarifications. Go yeah, ahead. so it sounds like Roll. this episode is going to be like clarifications time. I have zero clarifications. Oh, well, I'm going to remind I have been you too busy. of a clarification that you said you were going to make. Uh-oh, so shit. you do have a clarification. Uh-oh. Don't worry. Um, Did you do the research for me too? <laughs> In a way. I'm glad that we have a secretary here to keep track of everything for me. Before I get into the clarifications, I wanted to give a shout out to Wormhole Coffee in Wicker Park in Chicago. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's I a was, cool shop. It is. It's really interesting. It's got a fun 80s vibe. And I had... Don't they... They have a DeLorean inside the... They have a DeLorean. Which is fucking insane. Like on a shelf. Yeah. yeah. It's like up high. <laughs> it's, it's a really interesting place. Yeah. It's cool. That's a good shop. Um... A friend of the show and a very good friend of mine, Jen, was in town. Oh, can I just say that she was supposed? We announced that we we're going to do a live studio audience. Yeah, and she was going to be our audience. Yeah, it was just her. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we everything got fucked last week. Yeah, I was really sorry to miss her. Yeah, she's great, and I hadn't seen her in nearly a decade, and. She's one of my closest friends, and we spent a few days bumming around Wicker Park, and it was so fun. It's That's a hot area. It is. There's. Mm-hmm. It's weird to um, take a vacation in the city where you used to live. As a tourist. Yeah, it was fun. It was three days of just, like, way too much food and lots of fun. It's easy to do in Chicago. It's a great neighborhood. Yeah. So at Wormhole, I, I wanted to share that I had a ginger curry sauce latte. Oh. And then I also had a tamarind honey espresso tonic. Are they good? They were both good. The ginger curry latte was really good. The tamarind espresso tonic was like, I really liked it, but it was weird. Like yeah. it was it was sour and bitter and sweet and really unusual, like a really unique like Manhattan special flavors. Weird or Manhattan special was mostly sweet. Right. Yeah. And this was not, this was a little sweet from the honey, but it was mostly this like sour, okay, bitter. It was very refreshing. It was very unusual. I very much recommend. Was it on place. ice too? Mm-hmm. Ooh. It was, it was good. But it was it made was with sweeter. tonic water. So mm-hmm. like that, yes. that bitter, so, gross mm-hmm. tonic. Mm. Yeah. But tonic water sweet, isn't it? Can be. Yeah. Or is it sometimes unsweet? There There's a shitload of sugar in yeah, tonic, actually. Quinine, they put a ton of sugar to counteract that. Bitter as fuck. It, the whole drink was like sweet, bitter, sour. Interesting. It was just, huh. it was really interesting. All right. Yeah. yeah. If you're in the city, it yeah. sounds like stop by the wormhole and try some cool drinks. On Milwaukee Avenue, right there in uh, the heart of Wicker Park. They're also open till like, what, like 2 a.m. or something? Oh, I don't uh, know. They're open so late. Uh, or maybe that's just me. Anytime I'm outside after dark, it <laughs> feels like 2 a.m. Yeah. It might have actually only been like 8 p.m. Right. in uh, February. They were like closing up. <laughs> um, every time I've ever been there, though, it's always been at night. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. Oh, well, go in the morning. Get some yeah. coffee. All right. Um, I have a couple things going back to the Royal Cup episode. Okay. That was the episode where I told the story of my friend Derek and how he grew up by the Royal Cup coffee plants. And I kind of told his life story. His daughter, Indigo, listened to the episode, and she had a clarification that I wanted to share. So when I told the story, the way it was told to me, 
Indigo's parents met when Derek was helping his family move to the Chicagoland area, and he saw this cute girl across the street walking her dog and ran over and introduced himself. And then they, like, fell in love and got married, and it was, like, a real cute story. But Indigo said that's not the way it happened. What? Indigo said that it's true that her mom was walking the dog, and Derek saw her from across the street and came running over. Her mom was terrified. (laughs) <laughs> that this, like, strange guy was running at her. <laughs> and she started, like, walking away. And Derek kept following her. And she, like, picked up her little dog and ran away. Oh, wow. You know what I think is funny is that one te- the first telling of the story is, like, meet cute in a movie. Yeah. And then the second telling of the story is exactly what would actually happen like in real the reality. <laughs> right. So it's like when you see those love stories in movies and you're like, that's not how... I would react. (laughs) Like, this is happening. (laughs) So tell me more. Well, I think, you know, Derek is from, like, small town Alabama, where you just, like, go across the street and introduce yourself to the neighbor. And And start running after women. It's fine. (laughs) That's what they do in Alabama. Um, (laughs) Club them over the head and drag them home by the hair. But, you know, Indigo's mom grew up in Chicago, and you don't just, like... If you're a man, you don't just go, like, walking up to a woman. Like, you're not going to get a good response that way, right? (laughs) Right. So, apparently, it is true that later, Derek's sister became friends with her, and that... That That's is how Derek finally nice. got to know and then eventually date and marry Indigo's mom. Oh, my gosh. This is so funny. I could have contacted Indigo's mom and gotten the true story from her, but I liked Indigo's version so much. I love it. That I just decided to run with it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Indigo. Um, That's, That's adorable. Uh, um, also from the Royal Cup episode, a friend of the show, Heidi, sent me an article about Bill Smith Jr., who was one of the CEOs of Royal Cup Coffee, owner and CEO, he took over in 1968 when his dad died. He was 25 years old when he took over and was CEO of the company for 20 years. And this article was about what he did when he retired from the CEO position. He and a friend started up an educational not-for-profit in Alabama because... Alabama schools were not doing well. I think they're still not doing well. Well, they're doing better. They are currently leading the nation in growth in AP scores and fourth grade reading scores. Oh, great for them. And it's all because of Bill Smith and his foundation. It's called the A-plus Education Partnership. It was founded in 1991. And the goal is improving student opportunity and achievement for every child in Alabama no matter their zip code or circumstance. Wow. Um, There's a lot of poor kids, a lot of kids of color, a lot of kids in rural areas that were just not getting the quality education that they should be getting. And he totally funded the whole thing himself at the beginning. And then he was responsible for financial support from other major businesses in Alabama. And working with lawmakers, too, I guess at first they were trying to pass some really progressive education laws that didn't fly in Alabama. So they started looking at it in different ways, and they're now a source of non-biased information for educational improvement, pre-K through college readiness, as well as professional development for teachers and educators. Love that. And it's got tons of nonpartisan support. Like, everything they bring now is getting passed 
by everybody in the legislature. They're just like, they're doing really good work down there. Yeah, right. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Because if you look at the list of like education in America, Alabama is like almost always like number 50. Yeah. Or like really far down there. So that's really awesome that there are people who care about it now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that the results are showing. Yeah. So there's another reason to drink Royal Cup coffee. Yeah. And the coffee was good. It was. Um, the Trader Joe's episode, I just wanted to mention that there was just an article in the New York Times last week about Trader Joe's unionizing. Oh. oh. There are some employees in Massachusetts trying to form an independent union. Benefits have become less generous over time, and there are health and safety concerns mm. since COVID. According mm-hmm. to the employees, this is happening in Massachusetts. So well, keep an eye out for that. I texted the article to Joanna, but she had no comment. And finally, last clarification, Jenny, you Me? said... Me? Uh-oh, shit. You said you might... Getting clarified? ...want to apologize. Wait, what am I apologizing for? To Cometeer... Oh, that's right. I did. <laughs> Thanks, Steph, for reminding me. I feel like I was a little harsh on them when we were recording because I just could not understand like what the point was. But you know what? I think I was a little too harsh. I We have that Cometeer... From the episode, that was so handy over the last four weeks to get me through the day. I would, like, throw one of those and make myself a nice coffee. And, I mean, literally surrounded by so much coffee. (laughs) But it was, like, such, like, a... To just be able to, like, take that pot out and, like, set it somewhere to defrost or just run it under hot water and then make myself a nice coffee was so convenient and so great. So I just feel like, you know what? There is a time and place for that cometeer. It really was really helpful, and I'm really glad that I had it. I agree. I've had a couple iced cometeers as well, and I'm not, I don't drink a ton of iced coffee, but it's so convenient. Like, it's convenient when you want one, when you're craving one. Mm -hmm. It's great. So convenient. Yep. So there's a lot, you know, it's good, and it is really good coffee. So sorry if I was a little harsh on you, Cometeer. (laughs) We love a good coffee tech company. Yeah. Don't we? Um, Francine, one of our listeners, Mm -hmm. she, before I had listened back to the episode, I'd forgotten that you had asked about Wicked or whatever it is they say Mm. in Boston, and she commented, and I was like, what is she talking about? And then I went back and listened to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm dumb. Um, Wicked good coffee or Wicked Pissa. (laughs) <laughs> I still don't understand. It's the phrase you were looking for at the end of that episode. All right. So I guess they do say, and then Francine, that was from an Instagram comment. Francine says, we do say wicked awesome here. Kudos for your correct usage of wicked as an <laughs> adverb, not an adjective, a common mistake. Wicked can be used with almost any adjective. Wicked good, wicked hot, wicked pissa. What is pissa? What is that? Assume that's a, another word for coffee. No, I don't know. Wicked funny podcast, etc. <laughs> Pissa. Pissa. Okay, we gotta. Okay, we have to think of how we're translating this from the Boston accent to the Chicago accent. Pissa. Wicked pissa. Okay, it Wicked popped right pissa? up on Google. Adjective outstanding or awesome. It what means. Is, what does pissa mean? We'll have, to, um, we'll have to come back to that. Yeah. One. Okay. And Francine says, your Bostonish correspondent, Francine. Aww. Aww. That's oh, great. I thought that was great. And sorry I didn't reply to your email. I'll reply to it and say thank you so much. I'm I think I shout out late. Trump's an email response personally on a, on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, just count that as your response. So I think that's really cool that we've got some Boston people yeah. helping us understand Boston. Uh-huh. Yeah. You guys are 
Wicked Pissa. <laughs> if that's a correct use, I would say you're wicked awesome. Wicked smart. What what would be a sh- what do we say in Chicago that we could throw a wicked with? Fuck you. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> uh, when Chen was I don't know. We uh, don't say anything here, do we? When Chen was visiting in Chicago, she thought that everyone was mad at her for the first couple days. <laughs> Why? Because people are so nice. People are so nice in Portland that it makes oh, people like in extra Chicago nice? seem oh, like total assholes. People in Portland are so fucking nice. <laughs> That is true. People, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, you know what? I'm going to have to disagree because I found people, some people in Portland to be very standoffish. And in fact, I talked to a woman at a vintage shop and she was from uh, Alaska and she was super nice. And she was like, some pe- people here in Portland are standoffish. Look, she's like, she said it's really hard to get to know people in Portland. She said people don't just like accept you in as a friend. Hmm. I guess like strangers though. Whereas like Chicagoans are like, what, don't fucking talk to me, yeah, right? Don't like, look at me. Don't, don't look talk at me. To don't me. not make eye contact. I don't find this at all. Um, oh my gosh. I think people in the, like Chicago are very nice. I think the difference is that if you need directions in Chicago, that's where you see the nice side of Chicagoans. Mm. They were, they're like, oh, oh fuck yeah, of course I got you. <laughs> like here, I'll walk you to the fucking train station. <laughs> like it's confusing. Let me help you. Like that's where, that's where Chicagoans, like we help with directions and then that's the line that gets drawn and recommendations for food and mm. places to drink. If you're, if, but if you need something else, like, no, go fucking consult Google. I don't know. I, if I'm, not, I'm not here for you. I don't know if this is true. I can I'm tell you disagree. where to go and how to get there. That's it. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that she had a tough time in Chicago. I could see I that, mean, though, in Wicker Park, people are a little bit more in Wicker Park, yeah. I mean, I think she had a good time, but she was a little like, what are, is. Is everyone mad? Is something wrong? It's <laughs> Chicago. People right. are just like uh, too cool in that area of the yeah, city. Yeah, that's true. I think they that's are the too problem. cool. We definitely mm-hmm. were not cool enough. Yeah. yeah. People. Right. But you know what? That just stems from insecurity. People who act too cool. Mm. They just are actually insecure deep down inside. It's because it's so trendy that they're all not from Chicago. That's mm. why they were not. Yeah, true there are Chicagoans. a lot. Of, there are a lot of not Chicagoans in the city. And, and that part of it too, mm-hmm. and especially that part. It's like, look, oh, we're all new here too. Don't fucking ask me for something. I don't know anything. <laughs> um, so, anyways, yeah. Thanks, uh, our bo- from our Boston listeners, um, for for telling us about how you talk. Yeah, it's wicked cool. Love it. Wicked great. Wicked awesome. We wicked love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think so. we can actually finally, after 92 minutes or whatever it's been, move <laughs> on and tell you what our coffee is today. Yeah. Are you guys so excited about today's coffee? <laughs> um, I Okay. We have this Bones Coffee Company. So the Bones Coffee Company has been a coffee company that's been a theme, actually. Steph, once upon a time at one of our New Year's parties, left us banana flavored Bones coffee <laughs> in our cabinet, which I'm assuming was a joke, not a true gift. That was it a true gift? That might have been a re-gifting. I, it was definitely a re-gifting because you were like, somebody gave me this banana flavored coffee and I'm like, that's awful. And then you said, okay, I'm going to leave it in your cabinet. <laughs> I had one of the girls, tell, I was here for like the New Year's <clears throat> Eve party and I had one of the girls tell me where you store your coffee so I could sneak it in there. Yeah. That was the... It stayed in there for like seven or eight months before we finally threw it away. That if was... only you'd known there was going to be a podcast. No. I know. I Marie Kondoed it and then I regretted it later. <laughs> so that goes to say, don't ever throw throw anything away yep <laughs> don't do it yep, um me. i opened it up though and i that my cabinet had the best laugh that morning <laughs> it was so fucking funny awesome. <laughs> 
But today we have what the fluff cotton candy flavored coffee. Mm. Who uh, fucking suggested this one? Who found was this, this you was again? Steph? Steph? I this found Steph. it. <laughs> I thought it would be funny for our live studio audience, mm. and yeah. now they're not here, and it's okay. just us suffering. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it says it's naturally and artif- artificially flavored, so I expect that there. If there's not cotton coffee strands inside of this bag, I'm going to be pissed. I was hoping for blue raspberry flavored cotton candy, personally, but we'll see. It is a berry flavored yes. cotton candy. Yeah. Sweet. You know it's just going to taste like cherry and almond. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Exactly. Why did we even do the this? The same fucking flavor. They, and out of all like the terrible flavors that the Bones Coffee Company has, I mean, all of the unique, unique, unique. questionable, fla- questionable <laughs> flavors the Bones Coffee Company has, small batch, medium roast, Cape Coral, Florida. Cotton candy is my favorite candy, though, so oh. maybe we are going to be marrying two of my favorite things. Aw, let's hope there's not a bitter divorce. All I, I mean, on the other hand, though, I also do love tacos. <laughs> and that was a very questionable combination, uh, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know. These two things seem like they'd go better together. So. Yeah. This, this packaging had some really evil-looking bears and there's like bears on here that are doing that thing that you know that body mutilation when people hang from hooks. Mm-hmm. There's like bears on this bag hanging from hooks. Why? I'm kind of freaked oh. out by I this. You were gonna say like bears doing that thing that they do in the woods. Peeing. Shit. <laughs> I thought they were shitting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why there's so much like evil and kind of scariness on this bag. The artwork is interesting on all of the bags, and we'll t- we're going to talk about the artwork a little bit. But I think the, I think it's supposed to look like an a sort of nightmare build a bear workshop kind of oh. scene is because it looks oh, that like makes sense. the bears are being stuffed mm-hmm. with cotton candy. Maybe is kind of oh that's a good point. That's really smart. That's a good observation. I think I agree with you. Some sort of evil build a bear. Yeah, okay. yeah. Build a bear. If you have a three-year-old or a four-year-old, <laughs> Build-A-Bear is so fun. Get yourself a small child and go to Build-A-Bear. <laughs> All right. Preferably your own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think a random child at the mall would also be perfectly fine yeah. getting a bear, as long as you return the child quickly to the parent. <laughs> Maybe get permission first. Yeah, I would highly recommend that. Um, highly recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about the packaging and we will talk about the coffee or what little I know about the coffee. I would first like to talk about cotton candy. And we Ooh, that's the direction you went. I was like, are we gonna talk about bones? Are we gonna, gonna talk about Yeah, let's talk about <gasps> cotton candy okay. for a minute, right? Yeah. yeah. And we do have a cotton candy professional in the house. Oh, oh that's right, that's we right. do. I know how to make spin that shit up. Do you want to talk about that experience at all? Because I remember being really excited that you were like, I'm going to make cotton candy. And then I've never seen you angrier, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, no, we did an event for Aurora called Alley Art Festival. Woo! Yeah, shout out. And um, and that's where we, we love to just show up and, again, support our community. So I thought it would be fun to do cotton candy and then root beer floats um, for the kids. And, yeah, bees. Bees. That's all I have to say. There's so many bees. Have you seen bees like inside of a cotton candy machine? They just get wrapped up. So you give like crunchy cotton candy and like it's not fun. Um, if you ever get that crunch, you ever have that? That's actually not hardened condensed candy. Uh, it's actually bees. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, yeah, and it's messy and it's sticky and it's stringy and it's it just it's it's not. It flies up into the fun, air. You know, making it as, as it is consuming it. That's for sure. I just think you need more practice. Mm-hmm. This is me encouraging Marcus to please make me cotton candy Do more often. Do you still have that machine? You know, it was a really inexpensive rental from a from oh, a, okay. yeah, okay. a mach- like a machine place. Okay. Can I also say just a little plug for Geneva, Illinois? There's a restaurant called Niche that has cotton candy on the menu as a dessert option. Ooh. It's like unlimited. You can get your bowl of cotton candy refilled as many times as you want, and it costs like two bucks. Huh. Is it like a, f- a fancy gourmet flavor? Yeah. No, or it's just, is like, it a just fa- like a regular cotton candy. Regular yeah. cotton candy. Okay. Fancy gourmet restaurant. But I thought that they flavored the sugar themselves. Maybe that's what they I do. Maybe they, they do. Yeah, I thought they were flavoring it. It just tastes like yeah. cotton candy. Any flavor you can get inside that sugar is what turns into the flavor of the cotton candy. So. Once I figured that out, I was like, ooh, I want to make coffee flavored. Oh. oh, you know what? I just looked on their website, and it says flavor of the day. So I guess oh. it is fancy flavored. But when we got it, it was just regular pink flavored okay. cotton candy. It was so good, though. I love that they had that on the menu. <laughs> it was really novel and fun. Do you know how old cotton candy is? The first version of spun sugar is Italian. Hmm. It was in Italy first. You want to guess the year? 1647. Earlier. What? What? It goes all the way back to the 1400s. No shit. No way. It was like a version of cotton candy, right? It wasn't like a giant cone of it that you see now. But the first record of it is 1400s Italy. And then it was around Europe by the 1800s. You saw it a little more. But at that point, it was still hand spun that's crazy yeah so did so, they have like a spinning wheel type thing or it was so labor intensive like this was not something you could go and buy this was something for like royalty <laughs> it was not readily available at all well you figure you have this sugar and you gotta have it like melted and then you gotta spin it around do you want to guess the rpms on one of those cotton candy machines I'm going to say 3,750. Dang, 3,450. Yeah. Damn. Not bad, Marcus. And you even threw a 50 in there. Like, <laughs> look at you. Yeah. Well, that's because there's there's two motor speeds. There's 1,800 and there's oh. 3,750. So. <laughs> uh, like, it's the faster look one. Look how proud Marcus is of himself right now. That's Marcus's proud face. Well, it's, only, it's also because I just bought a motor for our new roaster. And so, yeah. Is it going to be spinning around at the speed of cotton candy <laughs> no that's a slower 18 1800 yeah. or um, cotton candy as we know it was invented in 1897 by an inventor and dentist <laughs> he's like trying to get more customers for sure. <laughs> for sure how can i get kids to just put sugar directly onto their teeth business um, is slow right uh, he, his name is William Morrison, and he was he invented a lot of things. He was one of those guys, you know, a thousand inventions and ten will be successful, like you so said. Peter Schlombaum. Right? Yep. Schlombaum, that's right. So he got together with a confectionery named John Wharton, and they invented this machine and introduced it at the 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis. They called it Fairy Floss. It was white. It was just, it wasn't flavored and Mm. it wasn't colored. It was literally just spun sugar. Still a huge hit. I bet. They sold it in boxes for 25 cents a box, which is expensive. That's like seven or eight bucks in today's money. Right. They made $17,000 at the World's Fair. 
which is like half a million in today's wow. crazy. Yeah, yeah it was I mean, you a think huge hit. 25, one quarter at a time, $17,000. Can we bring back the World's Fair, please? Can <laughs> yes. we just have another fucking huge, giant, like future forward world exposition in like the Midwest? That'd be great. Well, you figure even like the Museum of Science and Industry was built for the World's Fair mm-hmm. and it's still there. Right. I would love to see that happen again. I mean, do you know how expensive it would be, though, in today's labor? I don't care. With today's labor laws? You know, a lot of those buildings were temporary, though. I Mm -hmm. mean, that one was built to last, but it was, um, yeah, more like a a theater set than an actual city. I mean, how fun was that, though? You want to put people back to work, man. If in this like tight labor market, <laughs> it's like all right, now we need people to build some, yeah, an Aurora World's Fair. Right. We need to do it. I'd love to see that. There were some other foods allegedly introduced at the 1904. Which one was this in St. Louis? St. Louis said? World's Fair. Yeah, get this: hamburger, hot dog. What? 1904. They weren't around before that. Apparently not. America's pastime foods. Yeah, iced tea. What? I don't know. I have to go back and look at my notes from our um, Mardi Gras episode because I know that that company was bit the Lu- Lu- Lucene, I want to say. That's not quite what right. What if they were there at yeah, the World's yeah, Fair? Oh, like, that's how I got started. Huh. That could they're be. Like, they're like, guys, we're going to keep this real fucking hush-hush. <laughs> but I have a feeling tea and ice is going to be hot Especially shit. in the South. Sweet tea. It's well, they probably didn't even have ice back then. That was like you needed to. You know, that's a good point. They mixed How ice did they and make sawdust cold? and shit. You know, they would they would ship it in from like cold places. It's like the World's Fair introduced ice. Well, ice was not a thing. I remember from Farmer Boy that ice was a thing that they would go cut it out of the yeah. pond or whatever right. and put it on the sawdust yeah. in the ice house mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and save it from winter through summer. Yeah, then they'd make ice cream with it in the summer. Yeah. Man, you know what? Shit used to suck. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? They didn't know any better. A hundred years from now, they're definitely going to be looking back at this day and age and be like, "Those that shit sucked for those people." Right. A hundred years from now, mark my words. Right. They didn't have a single biodome a hundred years ago. (laughs) How do they? How do they keep their the greenhouse the greenhouse gases out? There's a lot more things that suck than biodomes nowadays. Uh, Anyways, moving along. 1904, the waffle cone also. What? And peanut butter. What? It's like basically every, the world as we know it started after. <laughs> at 1904 right. at this World Fair. Right. It's kicked it off. Hmm. Okay, so everything was going really well for the dentist with the fairy floss, William Morrison. He made half a million dollars in a weekend, sure. And Where did a- the World's Fair go for like a year? Uh, it's a few months. It's okay. It like lasts through the summer okay. or something. William Morrison and his confectionery friend John Wharton had a patent on that cotton candy machine, fairy floss machine, that lasted like 20 years. <clears throat> and when the patent expired, another dentist invented another what? machine. <laughs> what the fuck this with is these dentists? They knew exactly what they were doing. I think it's 100% knew what they were doing. They were just about making that money. <laughs> Uh, Joseph Lescaut, a New Orleans dentist, invented a similar machine, and he actually called it cotton candy. Mm-hmm. And that's where the name came from. Cute. In Australia, they still call it fairy floss. Oh, I like that. I think it sounds really, it sounds more fun. Yeah. Fairy floss flavored coffee. <laughs> Love it. 
Um, the machines were really like notoriously unreliable. Um, they made a ton of noise. You couldn't move them. They were like big and heavy and they broke down all the time. Uh, in 1949, a company called the Gold Metal Brand invented a machine with a spring base. Mm. And that um, those were much more reliable. And they still, to this day, produce nearly all the commercial machines. I thought that was the one that I rented, yeah. And most of the cotton candy also, Gold Metal Brand. Oh. Huh. And they're the ones who came up with the blue raspberry and pink vanilla flavors. Fuck yeah. They call them Boo Blue and Silly Nilly. <laughs> love cotton candy so much and then in 1978 uh the first automatic machine for portable production was invented so that's when you started seeing it at fairs and carnivals and stuff like that you could finally take it places alley art show etc yep. et when i was a kid um they used to have like an awesome block party at my grandparents house i think maybe every year my grandparents house was great they had a parkway in their street so everybody you know everybody had their front yards but then there's this huge parkway with these beautiful weeping willow trees and so they would um you know shut down the two sides of the street that went around the parkway and there would be you know i just remember like fun games and they would always have a cotton candy machine and it was the best (laughs) the (laughs) best best block party ever Aw, bouncy houses? Did they have a bouncy no, house? No, I don't no? know if bounce houses were um, invented back then. Oh. They, like they were introduced one. at the World's Fair. <laughs> 1904. <laughs> yep. Damn. Well, I mean, I am pretty old nowadays. <laughs> Turning 40 and everything this year. Um, in Taiwan, they have vending machines that no. make a single serving. Are you like kidding you me? push the button and the machine makes <sighs> a single serving of cotton awesome. candy. So you're going to Taiwan then? Yes. <laughs> Goodbye, America. <laughs> no, what I'm going to do is get a cotton candy making machine here in America. And I am going to set it up at Alley Art Fest. No bees. <laughs> no bees inside the no machine. No bees invited. <laughs> The, no, and Go then home, and <laughs> and then in the off time, I'm just going to keep it in my kitchen. I know you wanted to keep that <laughs> rental. Like I, you were like, we should do this. Again. I was <laughs> like, no, I said we should buy one. I know because they sell them. You can buy a little commercial one, and Marcus was like, for like five hundred dollars, but you could rent it for that. like fifty dollars mm. or whatever it was. And then I was like, but Marcus, if we just use it ten times, it'll pay for itself. <laughs> just ten times. And if I just use it every day for ten days, it'll pay for itself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we could have it at birthday parties and barbecues. We could just bust this thing out any time. You could just do it all. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I love this idea. I'm I'm on Jenny's team Cotton with candy this one. on the side of the street. Although mm-hmm. there are those people around town that sell it on the side of the street already. That would be so much better than a lemonade stand for your kids. Why well, not yes. both? Why not both? Yeah. Agreed. Uh, mm-hmm. Kaya's here. We do have a live studio audience, and she agrees. Yeah. <laughs> Kaya Contaldo, the employee of the month. <gasps> Stephanie gave you employee of the month, Kaya. <laughs> She's trying to be quiet. Let me get a picture of you in your glee. She's quietly excited. <laughs> Kaya, you are employee of the month. Yay! <laughs> How do you feel about that, Kaya? Do you have any words you want to say? Do you want to make a speech? What's your speech? Tell your best friends Aww. and then their best friends to follow. No bad review. Oh, and name your cat. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any suggestions? 
She's left the room. Thank you, Kaya. Congrats. <laughs> Name your cat. That's Bye. life. That's that's life advice. That I think everybody should follow. I thought there were going to be cat name suggestions following that statement. But no, just give your cat a Look, fucking name, people. That's on you to figure out. Okay, you've you've been given the directive. Can't do everything for you, Steph. She's only ten. Just name your fucking cat already. <laughs> you see why okay. she's so enjoyable to work with she's so funny I feel like I want a t-shirt that says name your cat now <laughs> <laughs> name your no cat no bad reviews <sighs> name your cat name your, name your cat uh, let's talk about the packaging on this Bones coffee um, yeah so it is, like I said we got a what is that called when people hang themselves from hooks I don't, it's like I, got a, it's a got a name. name? It, does. it does. I knew somebody. Yeah. I met somebody as a friend of a friend who would do that. It's like planking, but not. Is it supposed to be like good for you? Is it supposed to be good um, for your it's joints exhilarating. or something? <laughs> oh, Marcus, you sound like you have. Okay. I watched the documentary on it. <laughs> oh, it God. fucking horrible. I knew a friend of a friend who was into this. Please, um, no, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I'm just going to, all he, um, I was like, why would you do this? And, um. Chicks dig it, man. <laughs> no. He said it's like a, like the adrenaline rush. It's like a drug. It's basically like getting high on your own body's like endorphins and adrenaline from pain. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I was imagining there was some sort of harness situation involved. You're talking about someone sticking a hook into Through their your own skin. Yeah. And then oh God, you no, hang like, mm-mm, from mm-mm. your skin. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It says here, really mm-mm. quickly, closely Thank linked you, with Steph. the. That's how you should be reacting. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Closely linked with the greater world of body modification, suspension is a practice in which an individual's skin is pierced with large, <gasps> sterilized metal hooks from which they are then hung. Huh? And you have to like build your skin up. Because you don't want it to just. Okay. Like, All right, we've got we've gone far enough yeah, down this. I don't path. think this we're going to lose listeners. Gross. Yeah. Okay, is wicked it gross, gross though? <laughs> is it? I find it kind of fascinating I'm that sure people do. would do this. Yeah. I don't find it fascinating for me. Mm-hmm. God, I would never do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It was wait. I do not love pain. So, but um, yeah. So the person that I knew who did it said that he was into it because of yeah. It was like. Um, it was like a natural high, basically. Is that how this coffee is supposed to be represented? Like you get the sweet from the <laughs> sugar and then like the harsh, dark, bitter, like that's, you know. It this says is it's just, a medium roast. This coffee's going to. So why are there, why are there bears that are stabbed with suspension hooks? Though? I don't. All of their packaging is very interesting. It's all kind of dark. It all features the skeleton that is like the bones mascot. There's like a skeleton riding a unicorn on one flavor. There's a skeleton riding a shark. There's a sexy skeleton, a scientist skeleton. I'm interested to know how you become a sexy uh, skeleton. I'm having trouble picturing that. Because you know like it's just bones, right? Right. Well... Should I look this up? Can yeah. you look up sexy bones coffee? Yeah. I don't remember what flavor that was. Sexy There's bones. There's one playing bagpipes. Like... Bagpipes? Okay. Well, that must be the St. Patrick's Day. And then there's like a holy cannoli flavor where the, it's like a spoof of the Godfather movie poster with like a skeleton. That one was really funny. <laughs> the artwork is interesting. And I feel, I'm going to be honest, I feel like this company is mostly about the marketing, the packaging. I feel like the 
packaging is what they're selling. That's what's important. Whatever's yeah. inside is inside. I mean, it's great art, though. Like, it's really fun and cool and interesting. It is. And well done. It's yes. like good art. Would you like to know the name of the artist? I found him. Oh, yes. sure. Yeah. His name is Joshua Noom, N-O-O-M. JoshuaNoom.com. Check it out. Oh, you can cool. buy some of his prints there. He's an Australian guy. He's young. I'm guessing he's around 30 years old. He moved here when he was 17 and graduated from high school here. Spent a year. He was always like an artist kind of guy. He spent a year working at a skate shop and was really inspired by the skateboard decks and the, the graphics on those. Oh, yeah. His mom suggested going into graphic design, so he found, like, an affordable tech school and got a two-year degree in graphic design and started working freelance. And listen to this, like, list of companies that he's done artwork for, in addition to Bones Coffee, Old Spice, Miller High Life, KFC, Facebook, Polo by Ralph Lauren, Disney, Lollapalooza, Fish, and the Dave Matthews Band. What? Dude gets around. Wow. His art is really interesting. It's not all, I mean, it's obviously not all skeletons and shit. It's all different, and it's really interesting. Wow. That is incredible, though, for especially for somebody so young. Yeah. He wow. also has his own fonts. You can buy his fonts that are really interesting. Like, he describes them as organic. Okay. Cool. They're interesting. Yeah. He is, no pesticides on his fonts. That's right. <laughs> He is also, he happens to be Christian, and he was asked to design a Bible. There's like this Hmm. company that does these journaling Bibles where it's like printed on one side and blank on the other side. And it's all like creepy skeletons. (laughs) Skeleton Jesus. It's He did just the cover of it, and it's like a lion and a lamb and some other stuff. And his animals are very folk artsy looking. They're really cool. So it sounds like he's kind of has a wide range. He sure yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'd love to see him animate Revelations. That'd oh. Be cool. mm. That'd be cool. He's terrifying. Yeah, that would be terrifying, <laughs> yeah. I think. that's. I don't really know anything about the Bible, though. So No. I've just been told it's scary. Yeah. Well, it's like the four horsemen They're of the like, apocalypse. I imagine like them. Doom and gloom and all It's that basically shit. Nazgul. That's what I imagine. Probably. Yeah. They're Sauron. fucking scary. Yeah. yeah all right. of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. I don't know anything. The Hobbit. Yeah. Oh, The Hobbit. Or Lord of the Rings, rather. Not that Lord Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) They can't be that old, then, if this guy is not that old. They are 2015. Oh, really? 2015. That's after us. After us. Wow. How did they get so much bigger than us? Because we don't have cotton candy. We don't have cute packaging. Here is how they got bigger. Yeah. Um, it's not a coffee company. It's a marketing company. Um, oh. The company is actually, the the CEO and founder is Travis G. Rule, R-U-L-E. And he owns Rule Marketing LLC, and you know, which is a marketing company in Cape Coral, Florida. And Bones Coffee falls under that umbrella. So he owned a marketing company and was like, I want to do coffee. I want to get into the coffee game. He opened a marketing company and a coffee company in the same breath in oh. 2015. Did he have like a marketing background ahead before this? I I will be honest. Yeah. What is like the story of this company? I don't know company? anything about this guy. He has a really big, nice house on a lagoon in Fort Myers. Okay. <laughs> I, could, I found his house. 
and some voter records get published in Florida. So I know his wife's a Republican. <laughs> and he's like 42 years old. And I think his mother-in-law lives with him. Do they even roast their own coffee? Or are they just like outsourcing that and then just slapping their label on it and calling it a day and just reaping the profits? I don't know. Okay. But the way it's worded on the website, like they're really all about fresh. Like you order this, we roast it to order, we ship it to you within five or six days. Okay. The first day or two, we, quote, begin the roasting process. Okay. And then days three through four is packaging, and then we ship it out on day five or whatever they say. But they don't specifically say we roast it. Got it. Like the way it's worded is, you know, kind of leaves it up in the air. And when you look on Google satellite images of their giant warehouse, there's no chimneys. Yeah, right. No chimneys. So it's totally possible they're roasting their own coffee at another location. Mm -hmm. But my suspicion is they are not. That they are um, possibly flavoring it. It's a huge warehouse. So maybe they're doing the grinding and flavoring there and just like bringing in the plain coffee. Right. Which would make sense. Like if they're just, you know, like if I'm a marketing company, what's the easiest way to do this? Right. And like keep my overhead low, capital investment low. And that would be to partner with somebody to, to deliver coffee. We flavor them. Yeah. You know, I think that that would make sense. There's a shit ton of exhaust fans on that roof, but mm. no chimneys. That's mm. interesting. Yeah. What if they are doing the flavoring there then? So that's my suspicion. Although it does say roasted by Bones Coffee Company, Cape Coral, Florida on their mm. packaging. Well, Normally you would say like roasted for or right. under authority of, right? you know. Well, maybe they are. Maybe they're roasting it in like a different building in that Mm -hmm. complex or whatever is possible can i see the bag again yeah they have around 19 employees and the employee reviews on indeed are very good it seems like a good company to work for like there's they're all five-star reviews yeah less than five million a year they have about 40 varieties of coffee. 30 of them are flavored Mm. and the flavors are like a little bit Unique, whatever, you know, key lime pie, jelly donut. Banana pudding. (laughs) Banana pudding, cotton candy. They're not selling hazelnut and vanilla. Right. You know, they're selling like weird flavors. Um, So they're like the the voodoo donuts of coffee, it sounds like. (laughs) You know? They do have some single origin coffees, about six. They talk about light roasts and natural process. And so, I don't know, maybe someday we'll get into like yeah. trying the good coffees from the weird flavored coffee companies to see how they, yeah, see what they're really capable right. of. Right. What kind of chops <laughs> they've got. Yeah. But, you know, that's really about all I know about the company. I couldn't find much information about this Travis Rule guy. Well, we'll have to make this an open invite to Travis Rule to come onto the show and explain himself. Travis, give us a call. Send we'll just, an email. We'll sit. We'll we'll sit him down and we'll be like, "What the fuck, Travis?" <laughs> and then just don't say anything. Let him just go. Let him, let him go. Yeah. Yeah. So does he market any other products? No. The marketing company is the company, and then under it is Bones Coffee and nothing else. Isn't that weird? Understand yeah. why? Like we is... have one. Co- I don't know. Yeah. Well, shall we, shall we brew some coffee? coffee? Yeah. Let's check it out. Okay. okay. Modest Coffee roasts the highest quality single-origin coffees without the snobbery. 
They take the guesswork out of buying specialty coffee by carefully curating green coffees and sorting them to one of their tiers, based on cupping score, price, flavor notes, and roast level. Go to www.modest.coffee forward slash no bad reviews to see what they're roasting today. Pip pip cheerio! Are you ready for the olfactory reveal? Yes. It smells right. like fucking like Frankenberry. I was I was really excited because I love cotton candy and I love coffee. Mm-hmm. The smell is so it's a <laughs> bit. Um, it doesn't smell like cotton candy to me. I'm like and just for the audio, like I'm ten feet away and I, I'm like it definitely. I can smell like. Do you smell cotton candy? Co- it smells I like believe, Frankenberry to me. I believe like yeah. I think cereal, cereal is a great. It's better. Yeah. It's definitely like fruity. It's fruity. Yeah, it's not quite the cherry that we had guessed that it might. That you yeah. had guessed that yeah. it might be. Which is exciting that it might have a slightly different flavor. I like the smell. I it's... love the smell of it. Do you? Yeah. Not for like, no, I want to drink it. Like, yeah. I just like love the smell. I love smelling it. Yeah. yeah. It smelled a little bit uh, sweet to me. Yeah. But a my favorite cereal though, seriously, like every Halloween, like, you know, Jenny, I get, I get the boo, I get Frankenberry, blueberry. <laughs> Here, do you want to smell out of the bag? It's mm-hmm. way stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, Oof. no count chocula for you. No, nope. we this don't is... do the chocolate one. This is very, very, very flavored. Yeah. I don't think that Whoa. they skimped on the flavoring oils right. at all. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. It's, it is a it is a smell. You get more of that chemical smell when you smell it out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it smells a, vaguely reminiscent of cotton candy in the bag, not in the the ground version. It smells like cotton candy and coffee, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, it was the beans are pretty oily too. So they spared no expense when it comes to flavoring. Guys, I got to say, like, I really love the way that it smells. Do you? Like, not again, not to drink it. I just, like, love the combination of coffee and and this, fl- whatever flavoring oh, they put in it. Fruity candy flavor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No bad just, reviews? Yeah. No, um, I don't want to consume it. I don't want to put it in my body. <laughs> I, like you know. I want to say that I feel like we've been a little bit mean on the podcast. I yeah. was listening back to some episodes and I feel like we were getting a little too comfortable. A little too coffee snobby. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. We got we to gotta bring, bring it down it a notch. Yeah, bring, bring it, it back. back to our roots. Bring it back to our roots. You know what? It's a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. So this challenge is accepted and I'm going to say that that, yeah, you know, I honestly think that I enjoy the way that this smells. Mm. And I am curious about how it's going to taste (laughs) i think that you know when you what this smells like i'm going to be doing is having my cereal and drinking it too like that company milk bar and they make that cereal milk ice cream yeah this is kind of like cereal milk coffee I think Bones has a cereal flavored coffee. Oh, do they? Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. I feel like what flavors do they not have? Right. (laughs) I don't think. Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) They have six single origin coffees. I would love to see the like artificially coffee flavored coffee, (laughs) like coffee inception, you know? I think that this is a great idea that we should send along to the Bones Coffee Company. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Coffeeception. Coffeeception. That's what I would call it. You better trademark that shit and sell it to them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I sh- It does smell sweet. I want to point out that there is no sweetener in any of these coffees. Okay. Whatever the sweetness is, <laughs> it's not an actual sweetener. Yeah. It just smells sweet. It does. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how they do it. But I fucking love blueberry or booberry and, and frankenberry. And they last year came out with Monster Mash which is a mixture of all of them. Oh. Yeah. 
I usually buy the kids some Frankenberry. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff is so good. Marcus loves doing it. He loves it. And I'm like, we don't need these. I get like seven boxes. I just buy them all. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like overkill. Mm. No, you can't not eat enough. I like the one. Which, okay, the one that's chocolate with the marshmallows. That's the only one I don't get. Count Chocula. Yep. That's the only one I like. <laughs> Marcus. All right, I'll get you one. Fine. I like that one. And then Lucky Charms. I, those are my two marshmallow cereals. Nice. The chocolate marshmallows and then just the plain marshmallows. Magically delicious. Um, I usually buy Lucky Charms like once a year uh-huh. for um, St. Patrick's Day. But I oh, okay, that's cute. Saw some on sale somewhere and bought them. And literally today, coincidentally, there was a little meltdown at my house because <laughs> one of the children had eaten almost all of the Lucky Charms. <laughs> Marshmallows? Of course. All of the all the of whole it. cereal there was okay. like a, only a tiny bit left. And the little guy was upset that he had I've only had one bowl of this. <laughs> so I promised on the way home from work I'd stop and get another box of lucky yeah. charms. I'll get two boxes. You can put your name on it. You can each have your own box. Aww. Yeah, my mom would only buy lucky charms and the rule was you cannot eat all the marshmallows. So like what I kind of monster would pick out all the marshmallows. Thank you. Me? Yeah. That's um, what I'm saying. Jenny what? would do that. <laughs> it's true. But does that make me a monster? Yes, it does. <laughs> okay, so when I was a kid, I had to deal if I wanted Lucky Charms. So when I would have my bowl of cereal, like, it was okay in the beginning. But when I got down to the end, I would, like, evenly distribute the cereal to the marshmallows and, like... Make sure that each bite had like an equal ratio of cereal to marshmallows. Here's you the guys way. didn't do that. Fucking psycho. You didn't do that. Here's psycho the way path. I ate my Lucky Charms. <laughs> I would get one marshmallow in each spoonful, but then I would save most of the marshmallows, and it was like breakfast dessert. I would eat the marshmallows last. Wow. Yeah, you know, that you is guys... really smart. Breakfast dessert. I like that. And that seems like your personality, where you would just like save the best for last. <laughs> And then Jenny also equally seems like your personality where you're like calculating to make sure you get the right ratio of like mush, marshmallow to cereal. And then I think this will describe me too. Wait, let me guess. Yeah. You just fucking ate the cereal and didn't think twice. Did not give a second thought just as fast as I could shovel that into my mouth. Is, is, is like that's, that's how I know that you. That was my game. It was like how fast can I consume this bowl of cereal? Oh my God. The Lucky Charms personality. Quit. That is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that just goes to show you are who you are, even as a child, right? <laughs> You're just a grown-up version of your child self. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't mean to excite you too much, or um, I don't. I can't guarantee this, but I'm pretty sure you can buy just the marshmallows. I've heard of this. I don't know if it was a shtick that was short-lived or yeah, if it's something that's Yeah, I think it was like a special release. Oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. And Man. then they did like just the cereal and it fucking failed. <laughs> they didn't do just the cereal. That would be stupid. <laughs> or buy that. Doesn't that would, taste like anything. That would literally just be Cheerios. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right, this coffee's ready, guys. Mm-hmm. We all oh. just grabbed at that coffee. We're all excited it to smell it. It smells like it's got the whole thing. I feel like I feel like it's not quite cotton candy, but I do feel like I'm at a carnival. It has carnival vibes it's, in the smell. It's cotton candy adjacent, for sure. It's like in the neighborhood. Look, I feel like I said I have like do 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 do. Yeah. Like going through my mind right now. And there's a Ferris wheel 
And a Gravitron <laughs> and a ski ball. And like <laughs> And there's like water guns to like, you know, win something. This reminds me of something and I cannot place what it is. It's like something from my childhood. Not not cotton candy and not not fucking booberry. It's like there is an unidentifiable smell in there. The fuck is that's that? Familiar. It smells. Oh, dum dums, blue raspberry. <laughs> it smells like a dum dum sucker. All right, cotton candy. So, in my opinion, a cotton candy coffee should just taste like sugar in coffee. Maybe okay. So this it sounds like you're saying that it seems like it's the blue flavor of yep. cotton candy. It's the blue. It's this reminds me of blue raspberry for sure. Like that smell. So I feel like that's probably at least one of the flavors that they have is blue raspberry in this coffee. I didn't write it down, so now I'm hesitant to say Ooh, it. Yeah, I just took my first sip. Oh, it's a hundred percent tastes like a blue raspberry blow pop to me. Yeah. Oh, like hmm. the I remember when blue raspberry came out when I was a kid. Everybody was all about that blue raspberry blow pop. Jamming. Yeah. So, yeah, what I was going to say is I think that cotton candy was the first blue raspberry. Oh. I think that that's where that flavor originated. I have to go to work after this, so I don't know what the whiskey policy is. Just fucking go for it, I presume. Or (laughs) if I don't know that you're actively drunk. (laughs) Um. As long as I can maintain. As, as long you can as maintain. I'm... Look, you, all you have to do is fill five cases of dark and you are like employee of the month. I, um, I can do that drunk. I'm not worried. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, blue raspberry is definitely the dominant flavor of this coffee. And yeah. it's, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting flavor to add to a coffee. I gotta say, I don't, I don't think this is that bad. <gasps> I gotta say. From the look on his face, I can tell he's being honest. And Marcus he's is like just, a little embarrassed. I am a little embarrassed. That's why. I like, he's that's drinking exactly it black, I too. I need to add some sweet to this because I would like to up the ante a little. Oh, the sweetness? With a little bit of, you know, I've got like the blue raspberry flavor, but I don't have the, the, the blue sweetness. raspberry sweet. Oh, is that interesting? I like, wish I like needed something. Like, actually, I'm good. <laughs> like... I'm good here. I don't feel like I need whiskey. I don't feel like I need cream and sugar. Like, I'm embarrassed. Like, I feel dirty saying it, you know? Not to say that it's bad, because, but the coffee itself. Be- like, feeling dirty can be very good. Yeah, right. It can feel very, very good. Right. I'm just like a You're... pig in shit right now, just loving this. Huh. All right. So I added, I added some sweet. I have not tried it. Let me try it. It definitely seems a little darker than a medium roast to Ooh. me. I am getting a little bitter. I think oh. I put a little too much sugar in. <laughs> I feel like I am drinking a straight up lollipop. Oh. So I wish that this had more cotton candy flavor, though. Yeah. It's because uh, cotton candy, like the blue cotton candy, doesn't taste strongly raspberry. It's got like a light hint of raspberry. I think as I'm like breathing in and smelling it, like I'm just really loving the smell of the blue raspberry. In the flavor of the coffee, it's kind of nondescript. I'm trying to break it down. It's like, it's just kind of like a medium roast and like maybe a little chocolatey, not too, too crazy. Not too, it's a little bitter, but not mm-hmm. too bad. Mm-hmm. What flavor though? What's your flav- favorite candy flavor? Is that what's going on blue here? Raspberry. You love blue raspberry yeah, so much. That's my jam. Yeah. I've had to add cream and sugar. Oh, we didn't talk about the tasting rules. We taste it black. And then if we 
feel the need to improve the flavor with some cream and sugar, we go ahead and do that. And then we can move on from there to whiskey and whipped cream if it's necessary. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and add some cream and sugar because I do feel like a little sweetness is what it needs. I would say that to get to a no bad review, cream and sugar is going to be the way that I would recommend this cotton candy blue raspberry flavored coffee. I'm already I, uh, mailing my, my, my specialty coffee expert card back to the SCA. Huh. You've been fired from your membership <laughs> in the We're SCA. <laughs> you embarrassment. Right. No, I love Drink it. Drink this shit black. That's like Steph drinking spicy taco coffee yeah, black. I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I see the look of disappointment in Steph. Like, I've let her down. Steph, of all people, should cannot be let down. I know. No, no. no. I see her judging me. I'm enjoying this reversal. It's I'm like, enjoying yeah. that I get to be the judgy one for a change. Yeah. I'm, look, I'm, surp- I'm just as surprised as you are. But I, there's a little, like, the little kid in me that loves Dum Dum, you know, the blue raspberry, all that, is, like, just, like, overjoyed by this coffee. Mm. And I'm... Like, again, I hate saying it, you know, but it's true. Like, the blueberry, the dum-dum, it's all there. It's spot on. All right, so you're a black coffee drinker. I'm black. Okay, all right. Um, I'm actually enjoying it with cream and sugar. I feel like it just needed a little bit to... I wanted more of the sweet, fruity, and less of the bitter coffee. You're right, it's not too bitter, but... It needs a little sweetness. I like it with cream and sugar. Mm-hmm. It's tasty. I Cream and sugar was where it needed to be for me. Yeah. It tastes like a candy, like a caffeinated coffee candy to me. <laughs> I was just thinking I would that. say that it doesn't even taste like coffee. It tastes like I'm drinking blue ras- coffee-flavored blue raspberry. Yeah, it's like somebody took a... Took a- a sucker and like dropped it in the coffee and it melted. I was going to put it the opposite oh. way. I was going to say that somebody dropped their cup of coffee in like the lollipop factory. And now <laughs> <laughs> there's a batch that is made with coffee instead of water or whatever. Well, who is this coffee for then? Uh, this is definitely for your like average 11 year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, if you're just like starting out with coffee, if you're new to coffee, if you're like a, a tween who's trying to be cool. Maybe this is a good starting point for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're a carnival goer, um, you know that's this is a this is a perfect carnival coffee. Okay, I'm gonna Fun. say this is a coffee for carnies. <laughs> uh, and and if you like to be suspended um, by hooks, maybe that's your. Yeah, I mean, you know. sure. I mean. Why not? Get a little excitement in your life. <laughs> Jazz it up with some blue raspberry coffee. This is not even blue raspberry coffee, though. This is cotton candy coffee. I know, but they say it's cotton candy. It's, we know what's going on here. Yeah. This is blue raspberry. Do they yeah. have blue raspberry flavored already? It's just repackaged the same coffee. Now I think we should challenge this for next week. We should find a blue raspberry coffee oh, and see if they taste the same. I don't know that I've seen a blue raspberry coffee, but challenge accepted. Yeah. I didn't mention the um, weird commercials that I've been seeing for Bones Coffee. There's <laughs> They're just following you on the internet now? Yes, as they do. What happens is I start researching these coffees, but I never buy them. Jenny always buys them. So they're like, you keep looking at this. Why haven't you bought it yet? Why haven't you bought it yet? And they just like keep marketing harder and harder. So now I'm getting these commercials oh, for shit. Bones Coffee. They're like for real going to get you. <laughs> You're you gonna cost them like hundred dollars of marketing. <laughs> They're a marketing company. And I'm never gonna spend a dime. Right. You know. Fuck mm-hmm. you guys. Right. Um. The commercials are kind of like 
cheesy, campy horror. So there's like a woman who's got sort of an Elvira vibe. Wait, videos? Yeah. Yeah, video commercials. They've been hard on Facebook. Like every time I get on Facebook, I get one of these commercials. They're long. They're like 30 to 60 seconds long. And they're super campy. Amazing. Yeah. If you're like into campy old horror movies, you I might am. enjoy the commercials quite a bit. I'll pull Gosh. one up for you. I'm starting to like... We'll post one to our Facebook group. Oh, great. Which is a great plug for our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group where we talk about the episodes called No Bad Reviews, colon, a coffee community. They do have a blues coffee. It's called Bluesberry, and it has uh, the Blues Brothers... Love in it. in skeleton form. <laughs> <laughs> so there is the, they do have a blueberry bones flavor. Company, co- yeah, bones, bones. Yeah, I'm talking oh, about bones. Okay, which is probably this exact same coffee package, <laughs> right. if I had to guess. Yeah, um, I would be willing to try that. Oh, and we do have a coffee from the future that is blueberry flavored, and that one is super creepy. Oh, that's blueberry flavored. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we've got a true crime coffee coming up one day soon. Ooh, that's blueberry flavored. Mystery. Yeah. Anyway, so is that it? Do you guys have anything you want to add? Um, no. I think that's Pleasantly all. surprised. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, that's our episode. Thanks, everybody, for your patience and uh, <laughs> listening to us even after this is a day late. You can follow us on social media at No Bad Reviews Pod. You can, like we said at the top of the show, support us on Patreon and buymeacoffee.com. Um, and, oh, Definitely. If you got anything you want to tell us, send us a message on social media or an email to hello at nobadreviewspodcast.com and tell a friend. Oh, if you want to go ahead and like give us some stars and maybe even like a text review on those um, places that you listen to podcasts, that would be really awesome because um, that tells people that other people like our podcast and that maybe they will like it too. Yeah. Totes. Yeah. Um, so that'd be awesome. And I think that is it. We will see you next week. Uh, next Tuesday, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, for Love It or Leave It on Patreon, we have not decided what we're going to do yet. Oh, I forgot about Love It mm-hmm. or Leave It. Yeah. Well. So, but we're going to have something for you um, on Patreon. But there's a bunch of other things that you can already listen to there. So, yeah. I think that's it. Jamming. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast, generously sponsored by Modest Coffee, purveyors of single-origin coffee without the snobbery. Visit www.modest.coffee forward slash no bad reviews to see what they're roasting today. Enjoy.